श्रवनम डायरीज पॉडकास्ट रीडिंग नेक्टर ऑफ डिवोशन असमरी स्टडी बाय हिज डिवाइन ग्रेस अभयचरनारविंद भक्तिवेदांत स्वामी श्रीला प्रभुपाद ऑन द बुक ऑफ श्रीला रूपगोस्वामी भक्ति रसामृता सिंधु The following reading is not to be listened out of context in order to avoid confusion or misunderstanding if you haven't been with us all the way. This book began at episode 832, so please approach this chapter in proper sequence for your best interest. Thank you. Ye jeevan hai Ay Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare Hare was thinking that if I learn Hindi then I would be writing songs in Hindi and that would be so cheesy but now I I guess I'm growing out of that um some of us have have to so <clears throat> similarly like the more I read nectar of devotion the more I feel like growing up um out of some very very sentimental naive and uh, artificial concepts of krishna consciousness that i've had growing up in uh, iskon in prabhupad's movement so let's continue chapter 40 reverential devotion mhm pradyumna's attachment for krishna was always exhibited by his action Whenever he was ordered by his father to execute something, he would immediately execute the order, taking the task as nectarian, even though it may have been poison. Similarly, whenever he would find something to be disapproved of by his father, he would immediately reject it as poison, even though it may have been nectarian. Pradyumna's attachment in anxiety for Krishna was expressed when he said to his wife Rati, quote, "The enemy Shambara is already killed. Now I am very anxious to see my father who is my spiritual master and who always carries the conchal known as Panchajanya." Unquote. Pradyumna felt great separation from Krishna when he was absent from Dwaraka at the battlefield of Kurukshetra he said quote, "since my father has left Dwaraka i do not take much pleasure in practicing fighting nor am i interested in any kind of sporting pastimes and what is there To speak of these things I do not even wish to stay at Dwaraka in the absence of my father. Wow. So practicing fighting any kind of sporting pastimes. This is something that as prince he must have been taking pleasure in definitely with Krishna, right? But when Krishna is not there, then they're not even interested in that. Right? He doesn't even wish to stay at Dwaraka in the absence of his father. Wow. Mm, 
quote. When Pradyumna came back home after killing Shambharasura and saw his father Krishna before him, he at once became so overjoyed that he himself could not understand his joy on that occasion. This is an instance of success in separation. A similar satisfaction was observed when Krishna returned from the battlefield of Kurukshetra at his home at Dvaraka. Hmm. Success in separation. All of his sons were so overjoyed that out of ecstasy they repeatedly made many mistakes. These mistakes were a sign of complete satisfaction. Interesting. Making mistakes out of ecstasy. They were overjoyed. And these mistakes were a sign of complete satisfaction. Hmm. I mean, we know that... Um, who was it? Viduraji? When uh, Krishna came to his house and he was peeling bananas and he was giving the throwing the bananas and giving the banana peel to Krishna, right? Is this one of the, also one of the examples of mistake and ecstasy? Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Every day, and Krishna accepted the banana peels, you see? Because he knew this is given with love in ecstasy. Every day, Pradyumna looked over Krishna's lotus feet with tears in his eyes these signs of reverential devotion on the part of Pradyumna may be described in the same way they have been described in the cases of other devotees. Jai! Chapter 41 Fraternal Devotion When a devotee is permanently situated in devotional service and by different symptoms of ecstasy he has developed and matured a fraternal mellow or flavor in relationship with the personality of Godhead. His feeling is called fraternal love of Godhead. The impetus for such fraternal love of God is God himself. When one is liberated and discovers his Eternal relationship with the Supreme Lord, the Lord Himself becomes the impetus for increasing fraternal love. The eternal associates of the Lord in Vrindavan has, have described this as follows. Quote, the Lord, Hari, whose bodily hue is like the Indranila jewel, whose smiling is as beautiful as the Kunda flower, whose silk dress is as yellow as golden autumn foliage, whose chest is beautified with garlands of flowers and who is always playing upon his flute. This enemy of the Agha demon is always attracting our hearts by wandering about Vrindavana. Hmm. Unquote. 
There are similar statements of fraternal love expressed outside the jurisdiction of Rindavana. When the sons of Pandu, headed by Maharaja Yudhishthira, saw Krishna in his four-handed form on the battlefield of Kurukshetra, holding his conch shell, disc, club, and lotus flower, they completely forgot themselves and became merged in the ocean of nectarian happiness. Hmm. This shows how the sons of Pandu, King Yudhishthir, Bhima, Arjun, Nakul and Sahadev were all caught up in fraternal love for Krishna. Sometimes Krishna's different names forms, paraphernalia, and transcendental qualities provoke fraternal love. For instance, Krishna's nice dress, his strongly built body, the all-auspicious symptoms on his body, his knowledge of different languages, his learned teachings in Bhagavad Gita, his uncommon genius in all fields of endeavor, his exhibition of expert knowledge, his mercy, his chivalry, <laughs> Krishna Chaitanya, and people say chivalry is dead. Well, Krishna is eternally living for your information. His behavior as a conjugal lover, his intelligence, some people say that intelligence is also dead, especially in 2023. But no, Krishna's intelligence is as shining bright as always, right? Beautiful intelligence, beautiful. Okay, his forgiveness, that is also there. His attraction for all kinds of men, his opulence and his happiness all provoke fraternal love. Jai. The impetus to fraternal love upon seeing the associates of Krishna in Vrindavan is also very natural. For their personal bodily features, their qualities and their dress are all equal to Krishna's. These associates are always happy in their service to Krishna and they're generally known as Vyasyas or friends of the same age. Hmm. The Vyasyas are fully confident of protection by Krishna. Devotees sometimes pray, quote, Let us offer our respectful obeisances unto the Vyasyas of Krishna, who are firmly convinced of Krishna's friendship and protection, and whose devotion to Krishna is ever fixed, ever fixed. They're fearless, fearless, and on a level equal with Krishna, they discharge their transcendental loving devotional service." Unquote. Beautiful, just beautiful. Such eternal Vyasyas are also found beyond the jurisdiction of Vrindavana in places such as Dvaraka and Hastinapur. Except for Vrindavana, all the places of Krishna's pastimes are called Puras, towns. So Vrindavan is a village. 
anywhere outside of Vrindavan is a town. Mathura mm -hmm. and Hastinapur, the capital of the Kurus, are both Puras. Personalities like Arjuna, Bhima, Draupadi, and Shridam Brahmana are counted among Krishna's fraternal devotees in the Puras. Mm. Oh, so sweet. Draupadi is also there, right? Mm. Draupadi. How the sons of Pandu, the Pandavas, enjoy Krishna's association is described as follows. Quote, when Shri Krishna arrived in Indraprastha, the capital of the Kurus, Maharaja Yudhishthira immediately came out to smell the fragrance of Krishna's head. Unquote. It is the Vedic custom that a superior smells the heads of his subordinates when the subordinates offer respect to the superior by touching his feet. Again, I would say that uh, this may seem alien to some people. Like one time our friends from Germany were visiting us when we lived in Mumbai. Some more than a decade ago. And, uh, <coughs> and there was this girl, the daughter of our friend. And she was like a little younger than me. So we were hanging out together and I mentioned to her about Krishna because she didn't know. Um, I won't get into the religious, like, which, where was she. But she was uh, God conscious, but we will skip that part. So I told her about Krishna and I mentioned her that he is ever youthful, he is always 16. And she immediately reacted to that. She was like, what? He has pimples? Like it's the it's the worst age because you have all these pimples and I'm looking at I didn't say anything because I was stupid at that time but I guess like if I would ever come into the situation where I would hear such a comment that Krishna he's eternally sixteen he has pimples it's horrible it's like Krishna's body is not he doesn't have pimples even if he would have I'm sure they would be beautiful. So it's same, you know, here, like for us, like when we imagine somebody's head, um, Vedic custom, we would think that, you know, oh, like, you know, it's oily or it's this or that, you know, like who would want to smell another person's head? Um, so for some people, it may seem alien, right? But <laughs> like, you know, people used to take care of their heads nicely, you know, <laughs> like it would not be a problem. It was a Vedic custom and it's a beautiful custom, okay? Same for touching the feet of the superiors. Some people find it alien, some people find it offensive. But you know what? This is Vedic custom, this is Vedic culture. And if you do not nothing about culture, then Hare Krishna. It's a beautiful culture, FYI. Similarly, Arjuna and Bhima embraced Oh, we'll need to stop here for today. Okay, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. 
Thank you so much for tuning in today. The book links, previous episodes, timeline, and biography of the author can be found on shravanamdiaries.com. The link is in the description, and we shall see you tomorrow. Hare Krishna.